The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Thank you for downloading or listening to On Your Device, our program. We want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South, open seven days a week for you heathens. Holds are free, and for your hold, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak, meek, geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them, Geek Show says hey. Oh, hi there. It's Carrie. Welcome to GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, listen, just a quick note before we start the episode here, the episode called Hamtown. You'll find out why. Uh, I want you to stay to the very end of the episode. Our, our very good man, Jimmy Martin, uh, was able to interview, he went on the Tomorrowland junket and was able to interview uh, one of our favorite directors here at Geek Show, Brad Bird, a man who, in our opinion, can do no wrong so far. Uh, along with some of the stars of Tomorrowland, uh, Rafi Cassidy and Britt Robertson. But uh, stay tuned to the very end of the episode for that uh, interview with uh, those people from Tomorrowland. Great idea for a movie. I'm seeing it right now as you're listening to this. And this music is the uh, the music they used to play on the monorail in the old days in Disneyland. So I thought, Tomorrowland, why not? You know. All right. So stay to the very end of the episode for those interviews. And now enjoy the brand new Geek Show podcast episode, Hamtown. We'll try not to ruin Mad Max Fury Road too much for you. Pleased to enjoy. Welcome back to the basement. Oh, thank you. Squawk, squawk, squawk. I see your. Uh, I see the rest of your chairs came off back order. Yes, they did. Uh, Very nice. So, so we're yeah, again. Yeah, it's it slowly nice. the the new studio is is building its way up. I yeah. had a really busy few weeks, and there's, so I haven't been able to do anything to it. There's a couch. When's the water slide coming? Uh, you know, with the drought and everything. It would be irresponsible. <laughs> I'm wondering if any water slides will be coming. Right. You know? Well, just don't use water. Let's use Nickelodeon ooze. Yeah, the green stuff. Switch uh-huh. it up for a ball crawl. Yeah. Oh, those are unsanitary. <laughs> the good old-fashioned no, ball crawl. No, we'll keep it clean, boss. <laughs> just fill it with disinfectant. No, we won't. No peeing in the pool ball. Yeah. Ball pool. Ball pool? Pool ball? Those are two different things. They are indeed. All right. Uh, let's uh, introduce the panel. First of all, we're Skyping him in to the basement. He is uh, in currently. Are you in Hollywood proper or Los Angeles? Beverly Hills. Ooh. Beverly Hills. That's where Jimmy wants to stay. We <laughs> Montage, montage, Beverly Hills. It's all right. He'll be home by the time this hits the hits the air. You're going to hear me getting escorted out of here very quickly. Yeah, he's not even in his room yet. His room isn't ready, so he's like in some. He's recording this in the bathroom. Montage common area or something like that. <laughs> the bathroom attendant keeps looking at me. Yeah. He's popping <laughs> a squat and recording like, a podcast. Is that an exit <laughs> sign right by you? That is an exit sign behind you, you isn't it? Yeah. You better be living me yeah. a big tip, Mr. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> let, you sit, let you sit in this broom closet and record your whirly gigs. Uh, Jimmy is down uh, there for the uh, entourage at the montage. <laughs> the entourage junket. Yes. Yeah. 
I heard uh, I heard someone on a podcast the other day say entourage is the fanciest word involved in that project. Wow. <laughs> All right. I saw the trailer. It was just too much. Well. I, I'm excited because I, I watched the show back in the day. I've seen every episode. And uh, <laughs> so the four boys are there. But the, the person I'm excited to interview is Ronda Rousey. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She arouses me. <laughs> she's way cool. <laughs> so. ask, ask her about Pokemon stuff. Does she like Pokemon? Oh, she's a huge Pokemon Ooh. nerd. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Ask her if she likes Squirtle. <laughs> Squirtle. That would be the best. She's, if, she has if played. Tony was just completely lying. No, <laughs> just like, <"Hey>, <laughs> <laughs> she just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, go on, I dare you. She used catch. It's super effective. No, check check online. You'll see all kinds of videos of her talking about Pokemon to people. Just just go into her ear and go Squirtle, Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably put you in an arm bar at yeah. that I point. Think, I think I'll get one squirt out, and then she'll just punch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Psyduck? Uh, Psyduck. Psyduck. Where, uh, where can we find Jimmy Martin when he's not uh, in Los Angeles covering movies? You can watch me on KSL. Uh, that's where we'll do uh, every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, was there last night. I'm sure we'll talk about the movie. Uh, well, we'll talk about both movies that I talked about, but I know Lee will talk about one much more than I will. Oh, <laughs> and I will. Oh. <laughs> so, and then a uh, big movie mouth off uh, three times a day, every day, 6 a.m., uh, noon, and 6.30 p.m. All right. Yes, I'm competing against myself. Yes, you are. That's okay. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. You've been beating yourself for so long. You're going to go blind. <laughs> you will. Uh, directly across from me, I see Mr. B. Hey, how's it going? Uh, how much longer is the Sev staying open? Oh, you're down to three uh, weeks, aren't you? you? Just a, no, God, three this, weeks? You shut your damn whore mouth. I'm there. Because uh, this is the week of the 18th for this. Not that I'm counting. There's 13 and a half wake-ups left. <laughs> <laughs> wake-ups? Yeah. Hmm. How do you half wake up? Yeah, I do it every day. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so, living life, man. And uh, every Wednesday night at Lucky 13. Yeah, every Wednesday night, Lucky 13. They got water there. I fucking dig it. So if you if you wake up halfway every day and you have 13 and a half wake-ups left, that means you actually have 27 wait, days no, left? Wait, hold on. I've got 13 wake-ups because you can't half wake up. You're right. Oh. i got to wake up 13 more times. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Just Lee, living the life. Uh, Lee George Cade, everyone. Can I read you a quick story? Sure. Yeah. To Doomstadt. His name was Max. <laughs> this is from uh, Secret Wars issue two. To Doomstadt where a world-eating sentinel stands guard over Castle Doom, where the High Court convenes, and where God Doom himself sits in judgment on his throne, Yggdrasil, the world tree. Nine! Wow. <laughs> this is some real sci-fi shit here. Oh, and it is. The I Secret love it. Wars, three, yeah. three years in the making, the Secret Wars comic from Marvel. Yeah. Uh, so if you really want to talk about this comic, please come see me at my restaurant, First Compassion <laughs> Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. And uh, if I'm there, I will gladly talk to you for a few minutes about the awesomeness that is uh, what's going on with the Marvel Comics universe right now. Well, and a lot of people, I stuck That's through awesome. it, even though it was like reading homework. A lot of people jumped out of this Jonathan Hickman Avengers title. But yeah, yeah but for three or more, more years, he has been leading up to this. Yeah. And it's all paying. I mean, literally, Castle Doom has uh, Yggdrasil, the, the world tree of, of Norse mythology, yeah. growing out of it. And Galactus is the guardian. Yeah. Just standing on yeah. fire what? in front of the and there's room. and there's Doom sitting on the world tree. Yeah, at, at his throne with with his with his council of uh, Sue Richards and and uh, looks like uh, 
it's Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange is his sheriff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then Why is my dick so hard? <laughs> and, then and then there's this uh, there's this uh, never ending line of Thors being created yeah. by Odin to police this uh, battle world. So, mm-hmm. oh wow, good stuff. Oh, it's it's fascinating shit. Get to get and, to Doctor Volts right away. God damn, if we aren't living in a fascinating time right now. <laughs> 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 Uh, hello, Jay Whitaker. What's up? How Good. are you? I'm, I'm fantastic. Thank you for the Killer Mike uh, recommendation, by the way. Oh yeah, I, I'm, the... I'm totally fascinated by him now. Killer Mike has got mm-hmm. that great voice. He's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. If you don't, if you don't listen to hip hop, listen to Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may know him from Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is a kick-ass uh, hip hop group. That they were at Twilight last year. I heard, I heard about him on the NPR. <laughs> 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 on the, the nipper? Was it on the NPR? Yeah, it was on the NPR. The Killer Mike was on the NPR. Yeah, the Run the Jewels and the and oh. the Killer Mike. Did it, well, uh, they you ever see that Run the Jewels cover? Yeah, uh, that they did uh, for you know. Yeah, you know their logo, right? Yeah, that one. Okay, right? Yeah, where it's, it shows them somebody running their jewels, mm-hmm. handing them to. Have you ever seen the Deadpool version of it? Yes. Yes, it's the most. It's the greatest it was a, thing. It's, it was a it's, cover variant. Yeah, it's, it's it's Thanos giving up his jewels, <laughs> oh. and while Deadpool's got him at finger gun point, it's, <laughs> it's the greatest thing. Most, ever. Mostly, I just enjoyed the Mother's Day card that Deadpool sent out last week. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 And another video. He can deliver. Beating. He can deliver. Mario Lopez getting his ass kicked again. Um, I do got some stuff I do want to shout out real quick. Um, yes. I got I got a couple shows that I'm doing. Uh, Dungeons and Comedy, May, May 28th at Moe's Diner. They're on Third West. Yeah, I love that. I love that place. It's a, they do a great open mic for comedy on Tuesdays. Uh, one of my uh, two of my favorite guys that run are in the local scene, Nicholas Don Smith. And Aaron Orlovitz, they put together uh, a really kick-ass show, Dungeons and Comedy. You you roll for your abilities at the beginning of the show, and then you do some <laughs> jokes. It's it's kick-ass. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually that's, really fun. That's an interesting what, concept. What is that? Um, it's May twenty eighth. It's five bucks to get in. I'm 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 on the show. Uh, a couple other guys, Dustin Hagen, Levi Rounds. These are all great locals. Come out. Oh, and I see. love Levi. Yeah, Levi's a good dude. Um, and let's see, I think uh, June 5th and 6th, I got Chris Delia at, uh, for Wise Guys. Oh, yay. Yes, uh, for, you guys may know him from uh, the uh, NBC show Undateable. Go see it. Is he um, that long-haired guy? Yeah. I'll long-haired be, fellow with the beard. Yeah, I'll be yeah. opening for him. Cool. And then I do want to give a shout-out, because I know Comic-Con is coming up. Yes. Yes, and I know the cosplayers are trying to get their shit right. You, you, costume. I've been watching your Twitter. You're scrambling. I'm scrambling to get my <laughs> shit right. You know, from a costume, but also some 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 cosplayers want to look the part. And I know we got the Geek Show Fit group, but I do want to give a shout out to my trainer, in power or excuse me, in par, um, 801-739-4222. I'll give he, him a call. He runs a company called Fit Tyrant, and he specializes in training cosplayers. Yeah, no uh, joke. I've got, I've got <laughs> that's cool. I've got three costumes for September. I need to get in shape for. Yeah. No, seriously, call Ian. Tell him that Jay Whitaker sent you. I'm giving out his number. And, and and ladies and men, he's he's a he's a handsome fellow. He'll get you looking nice. He'll get you looking nice. Jaywhitaker dot com. Yeah, yeah. Token J on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a lot of plugs. No, no, it's fine. Finally got some shit to plug. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to centralize it. Yeah. Uh, hi, Tony. Hey. It's uh, you know, I know you earned the quad. Yeah. But you'll always be triple T to me. That's okay. All right. I, I, I answered either one. The <laughs> designated driver and producer of the program. Do you just get like, do, does each level of Tony like is it 
What would be after quad? Each T. It's like it's like Super Saiyan. It's like it's like it's like the equivalent of Super Saiyan. And is this a mathematical scale or a seismic scale? Is like is is triple T twice as dangerous? Yeah, it's seismic for sure. And then quad T is twice as powerful. Would it be pent T? Pent. Pentity. Yeah. Pentity. Yeah, pentity. You, you haven't reached that level. No. Yeah. No, maybe someday. I want Ocho T. Yeah. Ocho T. Someday. He's just, he's just Ocho T, I turn into a giant monkey no, that would be, of the moon. I believe, that would be Octa T. I believe that's <laughs> actually his <laughs> ultimate form when he merges with all Tonys in the world but one. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and then he has this giant green ring that dispenses Mountain Dew. Yeah. No, his, ul- his ultimate would be Scent T. <laughs> Nobody is prepared for that. Scent T. Actually, that's a, that's, that's a human entity where they link up all the Tonys in the world but one. I'm, Actually, I'm the one that doesn't no, that, get that one up. Tony's in the back. Oh, <laughs> I'm not him. Feed him. I am Sentity. I know all. This went in a really weird direction. <laughs> Super Cyan Sentity. Oh, oh ladies does. and gentlemen, our yeah. host, yeah. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. How are you? Yes, Woo. yes. Uh, Monday yes. through Friday, 6 to 10 only. That's all that matters. The never again. You're never going to be on the radio after 10. I'm never going to guest DJ again. 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. That. That's all that matters, okay? Did you listen to that? Did anybody listen to that? No, I, I missed it. it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you at lunch when we take a break. You <laughs> fucking letterman I'll all day. For five lunch. hours. Whoa. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you for uh, for joining us here on the program. Uh, let's see, where do we begin? I've uh, <laughs> I, I know I know you want to talk Fury Road, and I'm not, I want to, and talk I'm not going to see that for a bit. I know I need to see it too. Um, we won't spoil. Well, I promise I won't. Spoil. Sorry, so, I, d- I just I just saw I just saw <laughs> Captain Britain decapitate Mister Sinister. So. Nah. Or so you think. <laughs> well, I'm going to think that for a while. Go back. I'm closing this so I can read it and not be distracted. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great book. Uh, we suggest oh, you pick, man. Up, pick up the. Uh, yeah. go, well, so use your Marvel Unlimited and read the Avengers titles. Yeah. yeah. And uh, catch up. It's it's, it's basically it's basically the uh, pawn far battle between Mister Sinister and, uh, and and Captain Britain and the Maestro and his head wencher in the audience. <laughs> God damn it. A lot of references I don't understand. <laughs> All right. Well, the big story. Maestro's evil future Hulk. Oh, okay. Dang uh, it. The, the big story that I know that everyone wants to talk about is Kate Beckinsale returning to Underworld 5. I know that oh, everyone What is the hell? Oh, good. Dying. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with this. I love me some Kate Beckinsale. I'm sorry. And that latex? I, I, liked, mm-hmm. I liked the first two Underworld movies quite a bit. I mean, they're trashy and stupid, yeah. but they're fun. But they're fun. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, decided to come back. Well, Kate Beckinsale's decided to come back. Didn't she not do one of them? Yeah, she didn't she, do like the flashback movie. Yeah, that is from the yeah. from like the origin of the vampire werewolf. The war. third or fourth one, right? Yeah. But her third, is isn't, isn't her husband Jimmy? Isn't her husband the guy in charge of all these? That's the I thing. Think he usually directs them. That's yeah. the thing. We got a different director this time. Oh, is it George Miller? Uh, Anna Forrester has signed on. A girl. She will be the first woman to helm an installment of the action horror Good. franchise. Well, no more a, latex suits. It's oh. a. It's a. Oh, they they'll keep the latex suits. Of course just they fine. Will. It's it's a female driven uh, enterprise anyway. Here's so. the thing. It'll be a latex pantsuit. Here's what, is she, what does she do? <laughs> here's here's why she's a good choice to be the director. She has done second unit work and was uh, Roland Emmerich's right hand. For the director of photography for uh, Day After Tomorrow and White House Down. Oh, cool! That make, that gives her credentials. Yeah, so she can do those action. Are, those are movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, are. I just did not like both those yeah. movies that yeah. much. Kind of meh. Well, well yeah, she, they're, they're she good with, action though. Yeah, kind of meh. White House Down was terrible. Trust me, we all know that. Yeah. Olympus Has Fallen was the better White House movie. Oh, yeah. God. 
Uh, let's see. So um, let's. Let, should we go ahead and and do Fury Road? Because I, mean, I know you're dying. To. <laughs> I know you're dying too. Um, and and again, try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. Oh, the shit I, that we took for our uh, Avengers review. Oh, why? Uh, suck it. We well, should have seen it. We let a little too much slip, I guess. Did, and mm. and did we give it the the week that we should have given it? Uh, not really. No. Okay. <laughs> we, we really so, did. Well, we were so it was we our were excited. All right, well, yeah, we we're very excited. Can you can you all right? Can you forgive us, listeners? We but were movie, really excited. But we were also, I think, part of the reason why we were, we were so uh, gave so much detail about the movie because it was it was under fire for kind of stupid reasons. Yeah. And so, and some legitimate reasons, but still. Yeah. There's a lot of great things to say about mm-hmm. that Avengers movie. Yeah. We were really excited, and we were a little but premature. That's a all. Better movie in yeah. theaters right now. Yeah, that's yep. what I guess. What I'm reading. <laughs> I, I, I will agree. I had to. I had to readjust my top five. Mm. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to readjust that a few times too. But uh, <laughs> no, my your top five. Stretchy pants. Talk about his hat. Five, my top five movies of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just like of the summer. Or no, something. my top five of all time. This this That's movie. That's a mighty bold statement, yeah, Jesus. I mean, and and I could tell, I could tell that they were really worried that Fifth Element was going to get budged, but that'll always be number one in my heart. So <laughs> That's a good movie. Yeah, uh, it's a great. Movie. It's a fairy tale for the times, but this is another fairy tale for the times, and it really is uh the the fourth installment in the mad max series um you don't need to see any other mad max movie Mm -hmm. to understand what's going on okay uh basically you've got a fucked up dude living in the desert who uh is being pursued by uh other fucked up dudes mutated nut jobs so that the half-life war boys that that fight covered in tumors yeah they're they're covered in tumors they have a half a tumor they have a half-life literally they they live to be about 30 because they uh are so irradiated that because of the cancer because of the, yeah, because of all the tumors. I mean, actually, Nicholas Holt's character, Nux, his best friends are two tumors that he yeah. had smiley faces tattooed onto <laughs> it's on, his, right. on his neck. And everyone has beautiful abs. Yeah. Well, well uh, you know. They do, because they fight all the time. That's so, part of the radiation. This movie, there's no there's no setup. There's no, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, it opens with, my name is Max, my world is fire and blood. And uh, there's a little bit of what he used to be. And then there's a chase scene about 38 seconds into the movie. Uh, and... It doesn't stop. Yeah, I think I think you have like maybe two five minute breaks. Try and breathe so you don't die. Moments, and then other than that, it just goes and goes and goes, and it kicks your teeth in, and it burns your eyes out of your sockets, and it has uh, I think it's the maybe the second movie ever to have a mobile soundtrack. The first, the first being uh, it was a Damon Wayans movie from back in the eighties. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's a mo- what's a mobile? Was it Bulletproof soundtrack? or Last Boy Scout? No, it was no, it wasn't Damon. It was it was. Uh, it was uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. They had, right, the, they had the mobile, Ivory. It was Keenan Ivory Wayans. They had the mobile DJ that followed him around everywhere doing a soundtrack yeah. for him. <laughs> oh. So this is only the second time in history I can think of where you actually see the soundtrack in action. Nice. Yeah. It's, and there's, it's kick-ass. There's a dump truck with eight kettle drums in the back and uh, a nut job mutant wearing red pajamas and a flame throwing guitar in the front in a bungee harness. <laughs> yes. He's called the Rock Rider according He's to He's called IMD. the Rock Rider yeah. and he he is uh he is he is just that that dump truck swerves around throughout the entire chase scene and the, and you can hear the guitar gets more intense as it gets closer. What? And then there are times when things are like, "Oh, they're they're having a quiet moment to talk while they're not being chased." And then in the back, oh, you just you know, like 20 miles away <laughs> and you start shitting your pants. Uh, oh. This sounds amazing. They're, they're, the performances, as little dialogue as there is in it, the performances are just stunning. I mean, uh, Tom Hardy's Mad Max is the best Mad Max there's ever been. He's he he grunts more than he talks, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. a tortured nut job with PTSD who's trying to. I don't even think he knows who he is at the beginning of the movie. 
And that's part of the reason, Jimmy, after watching it the second time, part of the reason why hungry when he says at the end of the movie what he says, why it's so poignant, because I think he forgot who he was. Yeah. You know, mm, he's yeah. just it's it's about humanity. It's about what makes you a human being. It's about uh, it's about human cargo. To a certain degree. <laughs> it's about the drought in California. The movie. Uh, and it, it's actually yeah. about fracking because I think that's how I think that's how the, the, the bad guy's getting his gas. He's mm-hmm. he's got two brothers. One owns a place called Bullet Farm, and that's where they get their bullets. Mm-hmm. And then there's and another there's place called Gas Town yeah. where they get their gas, and he has all the, the green food and water because I think he was an engineer at some point <laughs> in his life, and he's got He's got hydroponics set up, and he's been drilling into the earth to get water, and uh, it's it's nuts. I mean, if you are an environmentalist woman hater, don't go see this movie because you'll hate it. Yeah, uh, but damn it, it's it's great. I mean, this but, I want to see Furiosa and, and Ellen Ripley go, you know, uh, kill things together because it would be amazing. But for a movie with what maybe 30, 40 lines of dialogue total, yeah. I think it's there's probably more than that. The, but I mean, you're talking about a movie that's two hours long. That's an hour and fifty is action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but it, but there is so much uh, visually that's told to you that, that is that is served up to you. And there's really nothing else to say. It's a movie you just need to let wash over you. But I'm I'm serious. It hurt my eyes the first time through. Me too. And, and seriously, the, the way I describe it is, I mean, every scene you're talking about, I can remember only seen it once very vividly in great detail of what that image looks like. And because every frame in that movie, I would hang on my wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and two times through both, both after both viewings, I woke up exhausted the next day because my brain was just analyzing the movie over and over and over. There's so much going on in there. Uh, I told a friend of mine that my best comparison to it is, uh, hearing the 1812 overture with your eyes. Yeah. Wow. It's it's wow. basically that. With little John screaming in the background every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, there there is so <laughs> yeah, much going yeah. on and then uh the last bit about it realizing that very little of it's CGI. That most of this 80% is actually, of this movie. I was going to say that. Yeah, 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 when you've got when you've got uh there there are dudes that are doing 30-foot jumps on dirt bikes, dropping bombs on the war rig. There are guys on 30-foot long poles that are being dropped onto the war rig. There's explosions that you know were not digitally put in there. There's stuntmen that uh, fall uh, a good 40, 50 feet, and you're just thinking to yourself, <laughs> that guy's dead. Yeah, he's either dead or, or they or, or covered a mattress. George had to, George had to pack muscle cars with Panzer tank treads. Yeah, yeah. Fuck! <laughs> there's, uh, there, there is, like tank treads there is, on muscle cars. There is, a, there is a Nova with tank treads, and uh, the, dude, uh, the dude at one point... Um, Something happens to him, and so instead of "Oh, woe is me," a bad thing happened to me. He just stands up and starts screaming about how he's the avatar of justice, and everyone's a sinner. Hurtling <laughs> down the road with two Uzis screaming. It, no, it's and, fucking insane. Yeah. I, I, I've never seen a movie with so much sense of urgency. This movie comes like there is there is clearly a, from the moment you were hurled into this movie, you're like you are Shit, hurled into this. You movie. are. It's it's feral. It's visceral. I mean, like, it, there's every single scene and every single person in this movie has a purpose. Like, every yep. single, like, yep. you, you, it's, it's like, it, it is humanity mm-hmm. working together in the shittiest situation. They're not trying to survive through well, yeah, the day. When, when, They're trying to survive through the fucking minute. And the story, the story takes no place. on that bone. No, the, the story takes place in two days. After, after going through it the second time, I realized, holy shit, it's two days. That's all it took. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, when, you, when you realize... The repercussions of one uh, warlord's actions actually affect people that might be 90 miles or even 200, 300 miles away. It's hard to say, but it, it, there's a sense of immediacy to the whole thing. And uh, Immortan Joe 
actually a really tragic character. I mean, he's mm. he's an evil fucker. This is a guy who sends war parties out to abduct young, healthy girls so that he can knock them up with his healthy babies. That's that's his dream. He wants healthy babies. But um, his you had reason, a son and he was perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who toe cutter? Oh yeah, yeah, toe, toe cutter. cutter. Yeah. yeah, he was toe cutter. But uh, it's 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 great. There's this movie could veer into ridiculous at any moment. And it, it never does. I mean, at any point, it could have just become ridiculous. And no, you're just sitting there forgetting to breathe. So, <laughs> but, what, what, but the one thing that I love about it is that as much as he does show you on the screen, there's an amazing scene where he's like, I'll be right back. Yeah. And you just hear off in the distance an yeah. explosion and like gunfire. And then he just comes back covered in blood. And, and you know, <laughs> there's, there's no explanation. There's, yeah. The, you, yep. don't, you don't see how that happened. He just comes back with a steering wheel and a bunch of ammo. And uh, you're like, because <laughs> wow. uh, that's how uh, Immortan Joe, and, and I'm going to stop because mm. I don't want to give it all away. Immortan Joe runs a machine cult and he has these half life battle boys, stop. his war boys. That, that's the first five minutes of the movie. Dude. Okay, fair enough. These these are his war boys. That he's they're probably his kids. You don't know because you know he's got harems, mm-hmm. and he's got a machine cult that he keeps enslaved because they worship V eight engines. And he's got a <laughs> he's got a he's got an altar of steering wheels, so they can't go and get their cars and drive away. They have to give benediction to the machine god with their steering wheels over their head, and what? then they can go. This movie's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and what's really scary is uh, the futurist in me says we could go here. Yeah, see, that's that's that was the the part that you that you were fascinated with. I know you've mm-hmm. been kind of obsessing on. This is the direction that you think that the Earth is going. I think this is a direction the Earth is going. I think Australia's <laughs> going to go there. Uh, America will be idiocracy. Uh, yes. I, I, and, and and there's there's uh, if you're really really careful, I won't ruin it for you, but you kind of get an idea of uh, of of how immediate. Australia is to the rest of the world about halfway through the movie, but um, there is, uh, you know, if you look at if you look at the grand picture, and a lot of people want to cover their ears and stick their head in the sand, but uh, we're at a a lot of uh, a lot of ecologists are saying we're at a tipping point right now, and that we can go one of two directions. I would prefer we go the Roddenberry direction. That's that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I prefer we go the Roddenberry direction, but we're a little too self centered and a little a little too willing to again bury our head in the sands. So uh, I see the George Miller version, and I go, yeah, this this could be the direction we go. So Max had his head buried in the sand, and he did just fine. Yeah, he (laughs) had it buried several times. So so you're saying that you vote to open the Tesla dealership? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'd say let's let's keep the politics out of that because that could that could definitely. too tip, late. Tip us the other direction. I think it's too late. Well, they're they're open and they're actually letting people charge their cars there. They just can't sell. Yeah, I know. But it's they've ridiculous. Got, they've got guys it? out there that come out and hook your car up and show you how to charge it. It's ridiculous. That yep. is so cool. Yep. All right. Uh, Can they charge your iPhone? No. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, do you, do you want to give your review here, uh, Jimmy, officially of the? Uh... I mean, that's that's a part. Of, yeah, we can just do that one here real fast. I mean, it, I think. Everything that was said in that room and out here is is exactly what I believe, and that there's no doubt that that movie's not a four star movie uh, or V eight out of eight. I give it a I <laughs> give it a full Whitaker. Yep. All right, I I'm now need to know your top five movies. Uh, my my top five <laughs> movies. That's 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 a tough one because a couple of them actually shift around a little bit. But you've got uh, the the very first is the um, Fifth Element. Okay. Uh, number two is Your Empire Strikes Back. All right. Uh, number three is going to be Mad Max Fury Road. Really? Yeah, seriously. Uh, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. And then the fifth kind of shifts around, but it's usually Hellboy. It's usually oh, Hellboy. Yeah, that's a good choice. I was going to say, Hellboy needed to be in there. Uh, yeah, no, Hellboy, Hellboy's a movie that, that fundamentally uh, strokes me. So. I know you. Where does Mannequin 2 fall? Yeah. I've never yes. seen it. What about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Never seen it. Hmm. 
You know, I, t- I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, did you see this movie? I was like, uh, let me ask you a quick couple questions. Are there explosions? No. <laughs> Are there aliens? No. <laughs> Spaceships? No. <laughs> Mutants? No. Superheroes? No. Probably didn't see it. Speaking of mutants. Yes. Ooh. Good job, Carrie. He's got segues. Your X-Men movies. Yes. <gasps> uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still working on Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. And, and you should follow Brian Singer on Twitter. You should. He, uh, he likes to tease. He's teasing a lot of great, cool shit. Archangel looks amazing. Yeah. Um, well, the uh, Fox announced. Oh, I, yeah, I saw this. This is good. Uh, that uh, even though this may be... You know, sort of the last of the of the trilogy of those most recent X Men movies. Uh, they're going to continue in the uh, X Men direction. New Mutants. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that, I I squeal. Oh God, new, I hope Warlock. For everybody who wanted to see Danny Moonstone in a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Self friend Doug. Well, that's the thing is that we're not sure. Oh, that's right. We're not sure of the cast. Did you, know, a, did you know that Warlock's hooking up with Danger in the comics now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it fits. It's a cyber bone. Yeah, she asked, him if, she asked him if he was interested in intercourse, and he freaked out because he's like, self-friend danger wants to have sex with Warlock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Fox has hired, uh, this is an interesting choice, Jimmy, Josh Boone as the director. He is the director oh. of Fault in Our Stars. Uh-huh. I, you know, never saw it. The, the, the Cancer Kids yeah. movie? It's actually a good yeah, movie. I, I, Kids, kids, we got cancer. We're kids. <laughs> it's it's a better book, but it's a decent movie. I heard I heard it's decent. Um, uh, it's yeah. That that was just I thought a very interesting choice. Yeah, because he's going to be he he's good at directing teenagers. And that's yeah. what the New Mutants are. It's it's less about action. It's more about teen angst. Yep. Um, New Mutants created by Chris Claremont and Bob McCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, the comic was the first ever X Men spinoff back in the eighties. What was it like? Eighty four, eighty five. I I didn't get an exact number. I think eighty seven. Uh, featuring the angst-driven adventures of a diverse group of mutants. Now, in the comic book, it was... Uh, uh, let me see. Rain? Uh, Rain Sinclair. She, Rain was, Sinclair. Uh, she was Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. And okay. then there was Sam. Cannonball? Yeah. And uh, Cannonball, very Sunspot. good. Sunspot? Sunspot was yes. Bobby... What was Bobby's last Acosta? name? Acosta? Rob, Rob, Robert, Robert Acosta. Acosta. Yes. Yeah. He is Brazilian. Roberto, yes. Roberto Acosta. Uh, we had Magic. Magic was uh, Elenia Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are you sure it's not Mirage? No, it was Magic Mirage. was Magic was Elena Rasputin, but she wasn't one of the founding members. Oh, I don't know. Okay, all right. And Mirage, there was Mirage. Uh, and uh, Karma. Karma. <laughs> Karma. Good. Karma. Yeah, I can't remember what her name was, but then there was one was Danny Moonstone. She was. She yeah. was the. See, that's the thing is that uh, they're not really saying who the cast is. This yeah. is this is just from the first few right. issues of the comic, and of course, the Hollywood Reporter broke it down. Uh, demographically, as far as uh, uh, male or race, mm-hmm. you know, male, female, or race. So it's oh, yeah. Brazilian sunspot, <laughs> Native American mirage. Hollywood Reporter <laughs> wants you to know they're aware of these things. Oh, Magma! Magma was in there. She was the girl from the the no, uh, was it Nova Roma, yeah. New Rome? Yeah. That was in a volcano. Wolfsbane, uh, <laughs> who is Scottish, yeah. uh, Karma, Vietnamese, and a Kentuckian, codenamed Cannibal. Cannibal. Uh, it was December of '82. Yeah, I love '82. All right. yeah, yeah, when that first issue came out, um, my parents, I'm serious, I wanted that so bad because I loved X-Men so bad. My parents, uh, being broke, actually ripped apart all of the furniture in the house to get the spare change for me to go down to 7-Eleven and buy that issue of, of New Mutants. So. <laughs> uh, and then just a couple of quick uh, bits of news, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk uh, TV, uh, what happened this week. Jesus. So much good TV. Um, so much good TV. <laughs> the world um, is bonkers for us right now. Mm-hmm. Quickly, um, uh, Planet of the Apes. 
I'm, I'm serious. This last <laughs> this last Planet of the Apes movie is in my top ten. I need my inhaler. Me, me too. Which one, Don? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, according to an interview, uh, director Matt Reeves has stated that the next movie in the series is titled War of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I call, we called that when it happened. I did call it when it you happened. Did. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I called it Battle for the Planet of the Apes. I'm sorry. I was just... I, why why don't we just go ahead and call it Battle? Well, because it's the same. Well, Battle's smaller than a All war. Right. But uh, I, called it, I called it walking out of the theater. That's true. Uh, and then finally, uh, the Blob remake. What? Again, another one? Fred, yeah. Why, why are they giving Fred Dukes a movie? Well, they've, wah, wah. they've just got, got a, a great cast. they got a big star joining. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson has decided to join the Blob. I'm sick of these motherfucking I'm blobs <laughs> on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> so somebody's got to make a house payment. I'm sick of these motherfucking blobs burning off my motherfucking limbs. <laughs> he was really good in The Matrix, so it might be a good movie. <laughs> oh, God. Take the motherfucking pill. Take the motherfucking pill. Take both. See what happens. <laughs> you took the purple pill. Yeah. All right. The After these, <laughs> these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Squawk! 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 Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Frisch Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Frisch, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at frischeats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Frisch such an awesome reality. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in May at Dr. Volt's. Marvel's Secret Wars gets underway. War brings all of the old and alternate universes together. Heroes fight to survive as the world explodes around them. Who will live? Who will die? Well, you'll just have to buy and find out. A-Force. The women of Marvel finally getting their own series. Oh, here's one that I'm really excited about. Fight Club returns. Tyler Durden has lived a quiet life for 10 years. Tired of a boring suburban life, Durden's wife changes his meds, and now the mad anarchist returns with a vengeance in Fight Club 2. DC's Convergence wraps up this month. The multiverse is collapsing. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed. And everywhere, the ceremony of innocence is drowned. This is getting dramatic. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. There's your DC Convergence. Uh, they have regular tourneys, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks, action figures and collectibles, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They're open seven days a week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'll see you next Wednesday. If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. Cabin Fever has been addressing irritability and restlessness for over 30 years. New this season, some people call it a legend, a tale, a campfire story, and for some, it's real, and quite possibly in your own backyard. Whether you call him Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, or Cryptid Ape, stop by Cabin Fever for a wonderful selection of Bigfoot merchandise. Prepare yourself for a Uinta Mountain adventure with Bigfoot journals and research kits.
Elliott's, sit back with a Sasquatch coffee mug, or for those 21 and older, a certified Bigfoot tiki mug for a tropical yet foresty drink while you watch YouTube's most recent Utah sighting video taken just last month. It's there. Oh, and it's for Star Trek, Star Wars, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Spider-Man, Doctor Who, Alien, Predator, Camper Van, Tents by Volkswagen, Magnix, Cards, Gifts, Toys, Music, they got that too. From Meek to Geek to Freak and Big Feet, Oh, sorry. They've got you covered at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 600 South and 7th East. If you go down to the woods today, be prepared. Hey, if you haven't been to the Atomic Arcade yet, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> go in and tell them Geek Show says, hey, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. Great place to clear your head before you drive home or get in a few games during your you know, work break. You know, take your party there. I've heard of some uh, friends of the program who have done that. It's a good time. The Atomic Arcade, classic arcade games at classic prices. Free admission, no hassle with tickets or admission fees. Uh, great escape from your uh, nagging girl or boyfriend or both, uh, <laughs> your kids or whatever. Perfect uh, date night even or family night. You can walk across the street to the cupcake place or the frozen yogurt place or the coffee place or the uh, Mexican food place. Classic games, they bring back all the great memories, are timeless. Games like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. You know the ones I'm talking about. Pinball as well. I love pinball. Atomic Arcade, seven days a week. They are open and open late. All games are a quarter or 50 cents. You can call them, but why bother? Just go see them. They're on Facebook at the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. Atomic Arcade. And we're back. <laughs> uh, quickly, before we talk about TV, just uh, uh, because uh, I, kn- I know we, uh, we've we had a good time down in uh, Florida at those parks. Yeah. Uh, because you oh. can drink there. Well, uh, yes, you can. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking like Islands of Adventure yeah. and all Every time places. I get to Dr. Seuss land, it's the blurriest land. <laughs> yeah, because you work here. your way around. Yeah. It's like, God, I don't know if that's one fish, two fish, red fish, well, or a blue fish. They have a, so they have a red fish. Bluefish ride, and, yeah. and you get on it, and it's like the, um, the the planes that go up and down, and you're supposed to follow along with the song. One fish, two fish, up, up, up. And if you follow, yeah. if you do it right, when the fish um, spit, you don't get uh, uh, squirted in the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every single time I've been on that thing, I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God so, damn it. So when you go to Islands of the Venture... <laughs> Go left, because that'll head you toward Marvel and all those, and then you come around and Hulk. you'll end with Dr. Seussland. And, and just get shit and there are no, and, awesome. Yeah, get drunk as you go throughout the park, and then by the time you hit Dr. Seussland, there are no straight lines in Dr. Yeah. Seussland anyway. If you, if you go so, one hard ride all day, you end up at Fury Road. You don't want to do that. Uh, but uh, they're adding to uh, uh, the uh, parks down there. Yeah. Uh, you know, this new King Kong movie is coming. Oh, Monster Island? Uh, Skull Island is Skull what it's Island. called now. Yes. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, J.K. Simmons. Uh, it, it doesn't come out until uh, 2017, but uh, Universal Studios is already starting to build uh, a, a Skull Island Reign of Kong attraction. I'm there. Nice. They, they used to have an old King Kong ride. Yeah, this is, this is a different one. This, uh, this will yeah. be at Universal Orlando. It will allow guests to experience Kong's world on Skull Island. <laughs> now, I saw some of the drawings, and it's like 
dinosaurs and, uh-huh. and and giant and and insects and, and Kong throughout. When we saw the when we saw the teaser trailer at Comic Con, I remember Jimmy and I figured out what it was about ten seconds into it, and just started screaming, and I don't think we stopped until <laughs> Kong showed up. Yeah, uh, you'll go through Skull Island's huge temple gates. Yes, uh, yeah. and it it includes Kong as well. So. I wonder if you could pay a bunch of money just to be tethered to those gates and have Kong come get you. <laughs> we could I think the first thing you have to wear that same dress. That <laughs> I'd, wear, I'd wear that dress just for the experience. <laughs> the first thing that Lee said when we saw that teaser, he just goes, it's not just Kong on that island. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. Oh, and they're uh, opening up a... Uh, uh, an, an Indiana Jones themed bar down there somewhere. Oh my god! Uh, and Did you see Indiana Jones on Skull Island? And it's named after the pilot in the first Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, the one with the snake who says, "That's my pet's my pet yeah. Reggie." Yeah, whatever his name is. I don't remember that character's name. Because oh, I, I was Jacques. It's Jacques, isn't it? It is Jacques. Yeah. Jacques has the plane. See, Jacques I always get I always freak out at the beginning of the movie because Doc Ock is the the guy that takes the whip from them. <laughs> you know what they should what? have is a, an actress, kind of like how they have like the Marvel characters walking around, but have somebody dressed as Miriam and she just challenges you to a, to a shot off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good ride. Or you could have, another, you could have another, uh, another attraction where you sit across from Willie and you try not to hit her the entire time she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> not that I advocate violence towards anybody, but Willie's an annoying character. I love her. I'm they should sure. open up a restaurant called Short Rounds next door. I, yeah, that's that, that's how I actually I, I've rewritten the ending of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, during the wedding when they're getting ready to kiss, where Short Round stands up and yells, "No time for love, Doctor Jones." That would have made the movie good. <laughs> no time for lunch, Doctor Jones. No time for lunch. <laughs> At Short Rounds, no time for lunch. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, can I get you the, I, uh, That may be the name of the episode. No time for lunch. No time for lunch at short rounds. Right. So there's a there's a great mechanic uh, before we get into the next thing uh, in the new hero clicks that just came out. Um, they have limited packs of Avenger ID cards packed into the some Ooh. of the blister packs. Oh, okay. And so you're not guaranteed to get it, but if you do get it, uh, you only spend five points in the game to activate your card. Oh. And what it does is say you pull, uh, say you pull Black Widow, right? Okay. And you have the Black Widow card. You can actually activate her for one game turn in the game for free. So Ooh. it's like calling in a reinforcement, which is just the most badass that's mechanic cool. for, a, for a tabletop game. So it's like, oh, I'm getting my ass handed to me. I'm going to call in Black Widow real well, quick. Well, that's why we need a uh, Ming-Na one, so she could be the cavalry. Holy shit. Oh. Um, the fights on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents oh of God. S.H.I.E.L.D. season finally. No. It's out there. It's been a week or so. I don't want to wait. It's time to talk about I it. I don't want to wait. Glad I, haven't, I haven't finished watching it yet. But I'll tell you yeah. what. Okay. When you get to see Mockingbird, Bobby Morse fighting Ming-Na, Ooh! Oh. I bet that's gnarly. That's oh, hot. Baby. Uh, not only <laughs> not only that, but when she when she's when she's fighting Ward and she's got yeah. four extra long needles crammed under her fingernails. Oh, I tell oh. you, that and, scene, man. Oh, and she just she just pulls them right out of her fingers and jams <gasps> them in his head. Because <laughs> uh, Ward is torturing Bobby. Yeah, and of I course have, he is. And I have a soft spot for Bobby. It's Adrian Palicki. Oh, she's gorgeous. I, I think she should have, have been a soft Wonderwall. spot for her sweaters. She's but, been torturing me for years. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but so Ward is Ward has got her hands uh, cuffed down onto a table, palms down, mm. and uh, she uh, is being tortured. By she says, "Well, here's the thing: is that I've got this anesthetic that I'm going to put in you, and uh, it's going to take your pain away. And as the as the anesthetic wears off, you're going to start to feel this." 
And he starts shoving things up her oh. fingernails. Up her fingernails. Ah. Yeah. These, these long... That sounds terrible. No. So, uh, oh, that, man, it that's, was so... That's badass. And without, without ruining anything, what Agent May does at the end of the episode, and how she... Not the end of the episode, but how she resolves Agent 13, or 33. It's 33. 33. Because uh, 13 is Sharon Carter. Yes. Uh, the way she takes care of Agent 33 is one of the most cold-hearted, brutal, calculating things yeah. I have ever seen on an episode of anything. Oh, yeah. She just... Which one is 33? Is that the, the one that had her face? 33 is the one with, that had her okay. face. Right. Yeah. Well. So uh, she, she puts something in motion that is just cold, calculated, and brutal. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. It fucks things up, but would Malcolm Merlin approve? Uh, Malcolm Merlin would go what and start taking notes, <laughs> which leads to a bigger question, uh, an opinion thing I read online this week. Uh, who are the good guys in Agents of Shield? Not Shield. I, I think I think I think Phil Coulson's a good guy, but nothing. Shield doesn't answer to anything. Exactly. They're kind of the NSA without any oversight. Oh wait, Damn. they don't have any oversight either. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's there's there's some great stuff in that episode, and I kind of get the feeling they're setting up uh, either new Avengers or new or Secret Avengers or new Warriors for next season. Because new without, Warriors, without I'm, ruining thing, uh, they they stick to Phase Two's homage. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yet yet an, yet another homage to Star Wars. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, in, in, yeah. In the arm arm cutting off. Business. It happened, and I went, oh yeah, this is, it's all yep. connected. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those uh, there's something uh, they they tell Sky that she needs to put together a team mm-hmm. of of powered individuals. And in the Ooh. comics, she's she's I can't remember if it's Secret Avengers or the yeah, she's new, in Secret Avengers. Yeah, it's it's a great comic. You get Stonewall. Uh, I think Mac could very easily get powers and become Stonewall. Mm. Um, there's there's some good stuff going on in that. He that seems show. like Mac seems like the kind of character though who would not want powers though. Yeah, he really doesn't. Yeah, but so, uh, I love I love that one line. Uh, Gordon comes walking into the room and Mac's sitting there with an axe, <laughs> and he says, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm Gordon." And he says, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm the guy that's going to kill Gordon." <laughs> <laughs> the guy awesome. that kills Gordon. Yeah. Well, I mean, without again, without spoiling it, the way it ends, uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more people with powers. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Secret Avengers and New Wars. I, I think it could happen because well, well, I mean, well, New Warriors in the comics sets up yeah uh, Civil War, Civil War. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I was trying to see. Well, the, the the way it ends, the way that Shield ends, he's absolutely right. It 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 makes it so that we are. It's going to happen, and it's all Sky's fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, well, there's a possibility a lot of people are going to die too. Or maybe that's what I was thinking is maybe not because of the I way. It's, it's, oh, because it. of the because the of the health benefits of fish oil. No, because. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy yeah, said at the dilution, but I but I like your fish oil answer. Liberal liberal hippie mutants. I like your I like your fish oil answer. Man, anyway. my skin is great, and these claws are badass. Uh, but uh, <laughs> shield, all in all, you uh, uh, what do you think? I think that they've got a lot of catching up to do with Flash, and uh, Arrow has a lot of catching up to do with Agents of Shield. Really? Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Huh. Okay. Did you see um, Did you see what uh, Amel said? Yeah, uh, Stephen Amel. Yeah. No. Moving on to Arrow, what did he say? He said you, you'll see me wearing the Arrow costume for the last time. Yeah, yeah, the, the well, season yeah. The season finale, but I think you'll I, see a green Arrow. I was yeah. Exactly, say, that, that was. But, well, yeah. because as as he says at the end of it, I can't be the Arrow anymore because uh, the, the reputation of the Arrow is ruined. He's, ruined. he's, he's yeah. a murderer. He's because, a dark, tortured character. Yeah. And as they learned, CW didn't. CW took a chance with the Flash. They said we're going to do this Flash show and we're going to make it fun. We're mm-hmm. going to make it fun as hell. To offset the darkness of of Arrow, and so now you have Flash, which is a show that people absolutely just uninhibitedly I, love. I, it's their biggest show ever to date. Yeah, CW. and um, for good reason. I adore it. It's my favorite show on TV. 
I yeah. love the Flash. It's, it's great. It's and cool. and then you see uh, Legends of Tomorrow, the trailer they put out for Legends of Tomorrow, and oh, even the Supergirl looks... trailer, which is also Greg Berlanti, uh, and possibility of them putting a, a shared universe together, which means Superman's in the same universe as Flash and Green Arrow, which is amazing. Which I was like, how are they going to do that? All of a sudden, they're like... Well, Superman's always been here. We're just don't talk about him. Well, he may have just he may have just shown up, too. <laughs> it's it's a possibility. Well, in the I don't know in the Supergirl uh, trailer, they allude to him as having been around for yeah, a while. Yeah, because they have they allude to him having been around. They don't say how long. Yeah. You think about something as big. Come on, Tony. We live in a we live in a fast age. Okay? You think about something <laughs> as big as Superman, Archie, and it could change the world fundamentally in less than a few months. Well, no, because that's true. Because Jimmy Olsen and get this, guys. Jimmy Olsen's black. What? Black and, conf- black. and confident. Handsome, yeah. and, handsome only, and confident. And not only that, he's representing the follically challenge, which I appreciate. Yeah. But uh, he's like, he, he tells her that uh, like Superman was waiting for her to choose to be a hero. Right. Yeah. Oh. That's what yeah. I mean. Like that scene, that makes it sound like he's been doing it for a little while. Yeah, yeah. but I still you say know, no one sits there for two months and something says, is I wonder if fundamentally he's do it. <laughs> something <laughs> is fundamentally great as a Superman could actually change the world oh, I'm sure. in very little time. I'm not gonna argue that, but they just the way they phrase things makes well, it sound like he's been I'll give around you that. for a little while. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, all no one find just, out yeah. in the fall. I, I could say Flash uh Flash the the big rogues episode where uh Captain Cold put his rogues gallery together. Yes. Um, yes. I, I yes. loved I'm I loved up. one throwaway line in that episode more than any ep- the line all season. What? Which one? About the missing missing <laughs> test pilot yeah. for Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, Green I, Lantern. I was going to call you guys and ask if that was Green Lantern. Oh yeah, yeah of course. I got a huge boner. Oh, Green Lantern. Test pilot. Man, Green Lantern. So yeah, but but really, but really, so it was green. It was Green Lantern. Green Lantern. None of it. None of it really matters because I get people all the time. You know, Agency Shield, fucking boring. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't like Green Arrow. Or Arrow, it's too dark. Uh, Flash is too much fun. You know what? It's all awesome. Yeah, and I'm watching it all, and I'm loving it. It's it's all awesome and all different. Mm. That's yeah. what's very cool well, about I, it. You know, you remember I was like last year at this time. I was like, Ugh. Shield, Shield. Yeah. You weren't Couldn't in. get into it. I'm totally in now. You're oh, back yeah. in. Now. I think this season's been really really good. Well, it, it started it started last last season. There was, and that's what I tell people. Uh, our our friend Rebecca was having a hard time because she watched still, the first I'm episode and couldn't get into it. Tracks was the first great episode of season one, and it was the first time you had like multiple timeline storylines going on. And then they introduced Deathlock, and it just started getting better. But when Winter Soldier hit, and all of a sudden you realize the whole reason why they were waiting, they they had no choice. Yeah, yeah. they had a bigger story to tell. They just right. couldn't tell it until Winter Soldier yeah. came out. And it's been that's when it got good. It, it's this beginning of the season, Crusher Creel, man, you got the absorbing so man. cool, so great, the absorbing man, not wearing a shirt, bald, and swinging yeah. a ball and chain around. Yeah, and when he grabs just, that. Uh, Chain rail and the yeah, but what thing Flash has done stuff. What Flash you don't sound is, too excited. Well, it was so good. <laughs> what, what Flash has done that is so <laughs> great is that it's because they all watch these shows and I've seen Greg Berlanti and uh, Guggenheim, the other guy involved with Flash and Arrow, talking about how much they love watching Agents of Shield because sometimes Agents of Shield pull something that they say, okay, we can up our game now. Right. Or the guys at Shield like Clark Gregg and Stephen Amell, you see them live tweeting each other's shows, which is fantastic. <laughs> And you hear the guys in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. saying, oh, 
you saw Grodd, right? So maybe we can do Dragon Man. Right. So, exactly. you know, it's, it's, it's uh, they pulled Oh Grodd my God, off. if they pull out fucking Dragon Man. <laughs> what this means like, is. I know my motherfucking mind. Shannon, I'll make it happen. They'll never do it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how you got Grodd. Yeah. yeah. It was the well, denial yeah, well, of Jimmy Martin. I'll tell you what, uh, Milady the Mangler has started uh, watching S.H.I.E.L.D. She's never watched it before, and she's mm-hmm. watching the first season. I'm just like, good luck with that. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's Chinese math hard. I liked, I liked the whole first season, but I was just excited that that there were inklings of bigger things to come. Yeah, yeah. but this year they've done oh, Angron the Destroyer. He was actually on an episode. Yeah. Who? Angron Which one was he? Angron was one of uh, one of Mister Hyde's uh, super powered oh, oh. bad guy club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Damn. But, yeah, I mean, and then. I just, I just love Kyle MacLachlan. He's, he's so he's good. <laughs> in that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shitty makeup aside. He, I mean, he, he finally went Mr. Hyde for you, Yes, though. he did. Well, can I share a little bit of Kyle MacLachlan-related news I read this morning? Yes. Uh, so, Showtime was, is doing the Twin Peaks reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a month and a half ago, David Lynch, because he's David Lynch, fucking quit. Well, they, I they don't want to be I, doing this anymore. Well, he he flat out said they weren't giving him the budget he wanted I to do the show. I need more right. money to do it. They made an announcement this morning. Lynch announced it himself. I've decided to come, <laughs> come back. back. <laughs> Not only is he directing every single episode. There's going to be there's more, gonna be more than, than nine. Yeah. yeah, that's very. cool. I'm very excited because I'm a huge. Well, immediately, come on. Yeah, well, that was, that was the thing, and you you may have come to one or two, but we did a thing in the Pink House, yeah. the, the infamous Pink House, and we had Twin Peaks night. I only came, I think, to one because I was dating a girl at the time who also loved it, and right. that was kind of our thing. So. And we had this tiny 17-inch color TV in this room, huge room, and we had uh, we had an eight foot uh, eight foot by four foot piece of plywood that we had propped up on uh, milk crates as a table. <laughs> and we'd have potlucks mm-hmm. every night that Twin Peaks was on. So there'd be like 20, 30 people in the house. And watching it, on that little TV and, oh, on that with little rabbit ears, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And well, they, they just released both seasons on Blu-ray just a little while ago. So yeah. it may behoove you to go on. Yeah. Is it on Hulu or somewhere? Uh, it, it is on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. And it might behoove you to go and catch up. Go to io9. And I, I say this for just about anything. Go to io9 and actually look for a, you know, what's what's what are the good episodes? Because there's some real shit. Yeah, there are some. Some really can, lousy episodes. There's some you can forgo. But there's uh, when when Agent Cooper's nemesis shows up in the second season. Wyndham Hill. Wyndham Hill. And starts uh, <laughs> starts encasing, uh, he encases one dude in a giant paper mache pawn <laughs> with a crossbow yeah. bolt in his chest. Wow. Uh, but the, when, the, when the show is good, it's the best TV has ever been. And when the show is bad, it's the worst it's really TV awful. has ever yeah. been. Interesting. It's, it is feast or famine with Twin Peaks. Anyway, yeah. I'm excited. But you can tell if it says written and directed by David Lynch, watch the episode. Because <laughs> something's going to happen. Yep. I'm still on a, the subject of television. Can I say that I'm legitimately sad that Flash is coming to an end? Uh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna yeah, miss yeah. it. The next, like, yeah. Well, by, it. by the time this is out, it'll be. I, I had the same yeah. reaction because uh, Arrow's done for the year yeah. and uh, Shield's done for the year. And the last episode of Shield, I was like, oh my god, they went on. And, and I don't know if any of you waited for that last scene. We can't talk about it. No. But something happens to one of the characters, and it, it's brutal, and it's over. And then you're like, fuck, four months. Yep. <laughs> well, I gotta exactly. catch up. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I you yeah. No, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I can get caught up on Gotham. But yeah. they, oh, speaking of Gotham. Yeah, there it is. Second. I haven't watched that in a really long time. I there's haven't. So, there's so much. much shit. There's so, there's so, there's so much shit, but How I've been... How do you guys in... do this? This is 
hard. Its finale was good too. I I have a I have a DVR full of shows like that I'm going to get to. I Zombie. Yeah. I Zombie. I'm oh. going yeah, I to zombie? get. That's a good show, I'm guys. It's a good too. show. I'm going to I'm get. I'm still to trying it. to catch up on Orphan Black. Yeah, I'm oh, going. I'm going to get to that. That's the other one. How do I have a life? Exactly. Well, you know, I'm a parent. I I am too. There's a ton of it though. Orphan Black, holy shit! It's, uh, I haven't even started this. season. Orphan Black because they ended the end of the second season when when With you the find the the male, male clones, clones, yeah, and they got belly ins- buttons. They're all insane. How yeah. do they get belly buttons? They're clones. Well, you'll have to find out. Oh, they explain it. it? Oh, yeah, they explain everything. Uh, oh, exactly. but, uh, as far as Gotham goes, I thought I I was pretty satisfied with the way that ended. Yeah, I see. I'm so behind because I'm like, um, I'm I'm too I'm I haven't wanted to go home, so I can't watch behind. TV. <laughs> I watched the first two, and I said, "This um, is corny. well, it's it's the it's the ascension of the penguin." Uh huh. I'll just tell you and that he's great, and man. he is so yeah. fucking good. And here's what uh, is in store for your second season, uh, because we saw. Did, have you seen the Joker episode yet? Right. There was a Joker oh, episode. That was so good. Oh, guys, come on! It's I'm, where, I'm it's super they show the you are. It's, the, it's the kid from uh, Shameless. Yeah, right. Well, I would have watched it if there hadn't been 14 episodes of just stupid. Well, <laughs> <laughs> go Touché. back and watch this one, okay? Touché. Because this guy, this fucking guy, he's I am, a great actor. <laughs> I am perfectly content with him being the Joker forever. I'll he's, be honest with he's you. He's really good at playing. So I don't know if you do you watch I've Shameless. Not, no. He's really he's in, his character on there's like bipolar. Oh really? And he well, does a great job. Well, he does it beautifully. It was in the this. prequel. Uh, but uh, you're going to get in uh, season two. Uh, you're going to get more Joker, and you're going to get uh, Mr. Freeze. <gasps> oh, I hope it's played by a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's going to be played by me. <laughs> that's one of my. That's one of my. Ah, cool out. That's one of my. Uh, Chill three, out. It's one of my three costumes for September. Yeah, yeah. right on. I'm serious. Really? I'm doing Victor Freeze. Awesome. The like the animated series version. Uh, no, the the, the the movie the version? Lee series, the Lee version. The Lee version. Yeah, Sweet. I just need to find a cake dome big enough to cover my head. I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Good luck with that. Yeah, I've got a huge. <laughs> it was season two of Gotham started, and it said five or ten years later. Ooh. Oh, yeah. uh, that's part of my disconnect with it. Well, is, I'd watch it then. Well, one of the things that happened at the end of the episode is um, they find the cave. Bruce finds the the secret panel. Yeah, he, yeah. They're talking all through the thing about how his father would work all the time, and you knew he was working if you heard classical music coming out of his den. Mm-hmm. Well, they found out that the reason that that was is because it was covering up the sounds of him of the of the secret door opening behind the fireplace to go down into the cave. <laughs> And that's where it ended. And do, do, does it have two poles? One says Bruce, and one says Dick. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> dick I, pole. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna slide down the dick pole tonight. All right. And just really quickly, here's some more TV news. This is stuff that's coming. Uh, Sci-Fi and Amblin are turning Brave New World into a TV series. Mm-hmm. So Amblin, that's that's Mr. Spielberg. Yeah. The Sci-Fi also has another. Uh, it's a uh, the the person who did um, Lost Girl. And Lost Girl went to shit after this. The showrunner, the the creator, the lady left, and uh, Lost Girl went to shit. She's got a new show, and I cannot. I wish I could remember what the show is. It's Space Bounty Hunters, basically, and uh, it looks fantastic. And she does a good show. So find that. Find that. For I me will for it's next time. Something like Banshees or something um, like that. But. Also, uh, Hulu is going to do a high concept TV series based on Mist, the video game. Oh, yeah, sure I saw that. I'm sure it'll be plenty. Oh, of world, world, world. All I have to say to that is. Yawn. 
We'll Mist, see. You guys Mist ever was, played Mist? Mist was great yeah. for 1995. That's, yeah, that's but the thing. it is such a slow. I mean, how do you what? Well, here's Mist? here's the way they describe it. Uh, the series will follow a man who wakes up on a mysterious island with no knowledge of who he is or how he got there. No word on how many episodes they're aiming for, but there you go. Uh, so there's that. Uh, other shows coming back. Uh, these are your uh, sci-fi shows. Uh, Defiance returns June 12th. Is Defiance the one based off the video game? Well, they're kind of hand they're in kinda, hand. They, they were go. released at the same time. What's cool yeah. about that is that the video game and the movie, they tie, uh, in, together. They tie in together. Yeah. Just like the, the Mad Max video game coming out is actually a prequel to Fury, mm-hmm. Fury right. Road. Exactly. Uh, Dark Matter, June 12th. Killjoys, June 19th. That's the show. Killjoys. Killjoys, Killjoys is the show. In their first season, I've seen about 15 minutes of it. Uh, strong female protagonist, and it's Space Bounty Hunters. Okay, so cool. that's June 19th. Uh, a, guilt, a guilty... Huh? I was say, if Mad Max, the video game, is a prequel to Fury Road, then in the game, you shouldn't be able to die. Well, um, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Jimmy, there are some things that don't make a lot of sense, like some characters that show up in some, say, hallucinations that you don't know where they're from. That's all. Yeah, I got yeah. I oh, um, <laughs> uh, a guilty pleasure of mine. Dominion returns July 9th. I like Dominion. Uh, Sharknado three July. Yeah, 22nd. you know what's, you know, and you know what the uh, log line on it is? It's called Sharknado three. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, also uh, Rosario Dawson. They loved her so much on Daredevil that they want her to be in in just about all of those Netflix She's shows. She's signed yeah. for every one of them, so that's wonderful. Well, Anytime she, she dates Luke Cage in the comics, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. So but he's already with Jessica Jones in the Jessica Jones show. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, and I want to know Luke why Cage is it that they keep making Sharknado mm-hmm. movies, but they still haven't touched Mandalabra. Well, it's too, we're it's, too, it's too high concept. The macabre um, human Mandelabra. Now, you remember I told you about this Damien TV series and how it was on Lifetime? Mm-hmm. And I, you said Lifetime? Yeah. I think everyone at the company went, yeah, Lifetime, probably not a good place no. for it. <laughs> Let's order more episodes, make it darker, and put it on A&E. There you yeah, go. That's, yeah, that's so a little that's better. Good. By the yeah. way. Better fit. Fucking Bates Motel, man. Oh, did you, did you finally I'm not, I'm, No, I got Oh, God, God damn, damn you. I, so wanted good. To, I wanted to talk with you about the season finale well, you know, of Bates. We have so much I, TV to watch. I haven't wanted to go home <laughs> lately. That's true. Because I like to uh, shower and shit. <laughs> In my house. <laughs> Your house. <laughs> Bates Motel ended so wonderfully psycho. Uh, they're finally ah, like it should have. They're finally Psycho. they're they're bringing Norman. Did he kill his mom? No. Did he stuff her and but put her in charge? He is he has started becoming his mother. It's yeah. so good. There's a scene where he's had this psychotic break, and his brother comes walking in, and uh, Norman's in the kitchen. He's cooking. He's yeah. wearing uh, he's wearing a house coat. He's wearing, he's wearing Norma's big flowy house coat, <laughs> and, and he's like, uh, Norman, what are you doing? And he's like, oh. Narvin's asleep. I'm just making some breakfast. Why don't you sit down? Why don't you sit down, <laughs> silly, and you go wake up your brother, yes. and you're just like, yay, 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 Yes. And that Freddy Sizemore is so fucking he's, good. He's fucking creepy, yeah. and uh, his brother's even creepier because of that blonde beard, but that's another story. <laughs> um, the, the season finale was just, uh, I want, I'll, well, be, I'll be caught up this week. Isn't we'll, uh, we'll new talk. Hannibal coming up soon? Yes. Fuck! N- another one of my favorite shows on television. Well, I'm I, telling you right now, go to your I queue missed, and watch those first two seasons. I missed the first season because I didn't realize that it was a Brian Fuller show. It's and Brian so, Fuller... This Brian show is so underrated. It is some of the best shot, written, acted television that is out there. beautiful. And the Wendigo yeah. hallucinations are phenomenal. Amazing. And uh, Brian Fuller did Pushing Daisies, Six Feet Under. Um, and Wonderfalls. Wonderfalls. 
And he and he turns around and does this show, and you're like, oh, this is really dark, but it's gorgeously shot. It and, is beautiful. Uh, I think the first season, Samuel Jackson's really good in it too. <laughs> I think the first two seasons are on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it, it, it find them and watch them because good it's stuff. just amazing. The the season three starts soon, and it's Hannibal on the run. Well, and the 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 hero of it is is his name Will Turner. Yes, and he's uh, he's a guy who's got a, a kind of high functioning Aspergers, mm-hmm. and uh, he's obsessed with rescuing dogs. But uh, <laughs> really phenomenal characters, some and uh, just some great acting. Uh, Car- Caroline Devernis from Wonder Falls is, mm-hmm. is on there, uh, and Scully. Scully yeah. is on. Uh, and, oh yeah, and so season three is 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 her and Hannibal oh, and we've on got, the run, and we've got a half season of uh, X Files coming up in the end. We of have this that year. coming as well. I don't. I don't I know need, how to do this. I need a time machine so I can watch all my TVs. I need, I need a, a, need a time machine and a clone machine. You need yeah. a DVR with a big memory. Oh, if, it was, if it was all like, if we were going back to 1994, and it's like, oh, here we are. It's Mantis and uh, and uh, Briscoe County Junior. Here's our genre TV guys, <laughs> and in living color. And then if it, and if <laughs> if if 45 year old Lee came to 24 year old Lee and said, "Here's the future, son." <laughs> I think he would have shit his pants. I liked Briscoe County Junior though. But Lisa's, I thought you could t- travel back in time. Last Man on Earth. Oh, Last Man on Earth was so good. That's a good, yeah, that's good that's one. That's been I'm a good enjoy. show. The finale for that was All really right. good too. Uh, let's see. Do we need to review another movie that's opening this weekend, or would you rather just ignore it? <laughs> I, I just have to mention it. <laughs> okay. Pitch Perfect Two. Pitch Perfect Two, which actually did extraordinarily well at the box office. Of course, because the first one. Well, I mean, there's a reason why there's a two. Yeah. Um, yeah. People it, like predictable. Uh, when, they, when I walked out, they said, Jimmy, what'd you think? And I said, thank God for the side characters. Um, because the, the eight girls that are on that poster offer nothing. And they're not funny. They're not interesting. I don't care what they have to say. But, like, Keegan-Michael Key shows up as a really dickhead music producer. Funny. He's hilarious. David Cross shows up as a uh, billionaire eccentric guy who loves uh, acapella groups. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Elizabeth Banks... Uh, who actually directed the movie uh, plays a commentator to acapella groups who actually, it's not, it's clearly obvious she gave herself all the best lines in the, in the screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but to, I mean, but as a director, I mean, I'm not kidding. I started noticing that like every, God, maybe 10 minutes there's a montage. Really? And so I started, so I started leaning, leaning over to my buddy Counts who took a bullet so we could review it on a uh, big movie. And uh, I started leaning over to him and I go, montage, montage. <laughs> montage and it just like it became like a just disgustingly obvious and so, so it's, a, it's so, a drinking so game then you take out every montage and that movie's not gonna be two hours long it'd probably be about 85 minutes wow so <laughs> so uh, hit, damn but uh it's it's just I'll, and, I, and i think i told this to carrie when we were on the radio the other day um somebody needs to take rebel wilson aside and whisper right into her ears you're not chris farley and you're never going to be so I, knock it off. Again, you know, yeah. I, I'm, one I, of the few, the, I'm one of the few people on the planet that like Rebel Wilson. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I just, I, you know, it's, and, it's, and someone's like, oh, is that because she's overweight? No, that has nothing to do with it. It's her, it's the way she acts where she talks for five minutes and then starts like throwing her hands up in the air. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're just emulating Chris Farley. And it's I, not as fun. I enjoyed I, Super Fun Night. It was a TV series that she had. I loved her in Pain and Gain. <laughs> in Pain and Gain with Anthony oh, Mackie. Okay, yeah. the, the, the way those two interacted was funny. But I, I, I will agree with my husband a little bit. 
<laughs> I, I consider her the, the female version of Russell Brand. I can deal with her for five minutes, and then she needs to go away. I oh, think right. Russell Brand is a genius. I don't at all. <laughs> that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> well, that's my job. Hey, yep, that's hey. true. Your opinion, you're entitled to, and you get paid for it. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. What hotel are you staying at? Montage. Oh. Bringing it around. That's probably, that's probably where they filmed this for the film, the movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, any, uh, yes. So what are you getting? Uh, so one and a half. One and a half. All right. All right. Uh, in video games, uh, there's a game that's been out for a couple of years now that's getting rebooted constantly. They they keep Which fixing one? it. Tetris. Uh, Marvel Heroes. <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah. Marvel yeah. Heroes. It's an RPG. You just you just okay. pick a hero. You get ten that you can play for free. Yeah, and free you to play. Earn on them PC. as you're playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, full Whitaker. You, I, I yeah. Are you on there? Yeah, I'm on there. Oh, wait, we t- we are so teaming yeah, up. I got Luke I've Cage. got I've got the Marvel Now Magneto costume yeah. with the white costume and uh, Magneto is a badass. Like he flows around. There's a, a cloud of shrapnel following him everywhere. Wait, is this the one from PlayStation? No. No, 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 no. This is on the PC. Yes, yeah, PC, and it's PC. so fun. It is a lot of fun. There's what I didn't know is they have different zones. So right now I've been fighting a lot of AIM soldiers and whatnot. But I found I have to take the elevator out of Avengers Tower down to the courtyard <laughs> and go out into Midtown Manhattan. There are Sentinels, Brood soldiers. Uh, like it's 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 a grinder, meat mm-hmm. grinder thing. And uh, Magneto can throw cars, which is great. So you're just throwing cars at Brood everywhere, and it's it's so much fun. And Luke Cage says, "Sweet Christmas, all the he damn does. time. It's he so does. fun. <laughs> it's so uh, damn it's, fun. It's great. Like whatever character you're playing, not only has their own sound bites, but they react to other characters. Mm-hmm. So like Magneto floating, and he doesn't walk anywhere. He just floats by people like this." And he goes back Black, Black Widow and says, I don't like secret widows. I don't like secrets at all. It's it's just great. I played it when it came out, and I thought, eh, it's all right. Oh, the but upgrade's nice. It's it's getting better and better. So uh, you can get it free on Steam or just at uh, Marvel Heroes. And I'm Citizen Cade, of course, Full Whitaker. Yeah, we're teaming up tonight. Yeah, let's That's do happening. it. And if you're also looking for a good button masher Marvel game um, for the phone, Marvel Future Fight. I know I rep- recommended Marvel Contest of Champions. That was a cool one. Mm-hmm. But Marvel Future Fight... It's got it's it's pretty much Marvel heroes on your phone. Uh, you choose a couple heroes and you get to upgrade. They start you out with uh, with uh, Black Widow, um, but and Black Widow and I think Iron Man. And, but it, all the graphics are great. It's, it's nice. Play it. It's it's cool. Uh, any uh, other games? And then we'll go to DVDs with Jimmy. If you yeah, we got any. some games. Okay. So uh, this week there is a new expansion for Destiny coming out. Nice. Ooh. And that game, I think... I gave up on it. I say, I think it got under underappreciated, and they've changed a lot to make it better than when it first came out. Um, I got tired of looking for ore. That's the problem, is it is really grindy. And, yeah. and being that it's that grindy, it should give you more loot more often. So they, they're still working on that mechanic, but uh, overall, it's, it's, a, it's really competent as far as like the controls and everything. It's fun to play. I mean, if you like Halo... It controls and plays just like Halo, minus the cool story and the uh, rewarding <laughs> loot mechanics. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so that's got a new expansion. House of Wolves is what that's called. It looks, it looks good. It, each expansion has made it a little bit better. So it's, it's going to be around for the long haul. Uh, and also, we got uh, Farming Simulator 15. F- farming Simulator? Yep. 15. Yep. Carrie, just plug your ears. You don't want to hear this. <laughs> 
Similar to its predecessor in Farming Simulator 15, you face the daily challenges of a modern farmer as you I, grow crops, uh, sell produce. Why, why are you talking about I, this when Goat Simulator 4 is coming out? Goat, simula- Goat Z? You Goat mean? Simulator, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, it's great because eventually you're going to get to the point where you can play. It's out, though. But they're doing an RPG version where you can actually go on adventures and quests with your goats. Oh, I've played that one, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you what Farm Simulator should be. <laughs> they upgrade the daughter? It's should, you. Get hotter? <laughs> it's... It's you getting your subsidy check so you don't grow anything. Yeah, Farm Simulator 3, you've got two hot daughters and one that's not. Which one is the salesman going to try to bang in the bar? Hmm, Interesting. Behind this hole. (laughs) (laughs) But then actually, for realsies, um, a game that I cannot wait to play. I already have it preloaded on my computer, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, the unicorn sex scene. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. Uh, there's there's a seduction scene where you can woo somebody to uh, have sex with you on the on back a of a stuffed unicorn. Oh, I thought you meant like two unicorns are having oh. sex. Because that's like... No, that's, that would be cool too, though. No, it's not. That's, that's actually in Goat Simulator. <laughs> behind the second hole. Yeah. So The Witcher 3 is uh, obviously the third game in the Witcher series. The first Witcher game was was good, not great, but it has had a lot of like ambition, a lot of potential. The second Witcher game, fantastic game. They proved everything they could have out of the uh, first one. Both of those games were kind of linear. You followed the story, you mm-hmm. had a couple of side quests, and then the game was done. Well, for The Witcher 3, they went through and they opened it up as big as you can get it, basically. So think Skyrim openness, but in the Witcher universe. Okay. And apparently it plays fantastically this side I'm looking at right here, GameSpot.com gave it a straight ten out of ten. That's unusual. They said it is. Wow. It is just one of the. Basically, it it could be game of the year already, and it's only May. And we haven't even seen the new Batman game. Yes, yeah, so everything I've read just says this game is amazing. So I can't wait to play it. Right. You guys have your homework assignment. I mean, if you're listening, we just gave you like a shit. To do a shitload of games, you got a lot of movies. Wait, TV. We haven't even got to the DVDs yet. We got DVDs coming out. Talked about books. Well, you know, you know, Jimmy, you know what just came out on uh, video on demand? What Kingsman? Which what? Kingsman. Kingsman. Kingsman's on. Just bought it last night. It's not. It's not on a Blu-ray for a while, but on video on demand on like Voodoo and whatnot, it's available as of Friday of this past week. (laughs) That movie is awesome. And the special features alone are worth the price of admission. Did you get any movie that starts with Dire Straits? Money for nothing gets my approval. Yep. (laughs) And ends with a Swedish princess. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah. And ends with a princess. You know, a princess. Yeah. Requesting (laughs) a princess. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they'll, do, they'll do it in the butt. <laughs> what's on uh, What's on DVD? Well, Clint Eastwood decided to get really Republican on us and uh, uh, did American Sniper. What, um, do you, what do you think of this, chair? <laughs> Sorry. My chair finds but this movie it's intriguing. A, it's actually a decent film, except for, like, I didn't know the story going into it, and the way that it ends, I think everybody knows now that the yeah. guy is no longer among us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and the way he just ends it goes with some text on the scene, he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, he died. That was because that was was because like, the uh, okay. the court case is still going on, so they they couldn't really get into too much detail at the end. I mean, oh, he, really? He only yeah. died like last year, yeah, two years ago. The, the the guy who's accused of I, I don't know all the details behind it, but it's supposedly the guy accused of murdering the dude. Um, they're they're oh, still. I think I did hear this, and like because a lot of people have now seen the movie. Yeah, like, it's they it's really it's really fucking up the court case. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, what probably doesn't have a court case is Hot Tub Time Machine 2. It should. should have a court case. It should be tried against wow. Times Against Region. Yeah, that's true. Because it was, it was not good. Uh, Orange is the New Black Season 2 is now on. That's a great show. Yeah, it's a very good show. Speaking of more great television, Jesus. 
uh, a foreign film called Leviathan that uh, was actually up for some awards. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but some people love it. Uh, Boardwalk Empire, the complete series. Oh, is my now God. <laughs> that show is so good. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. I, never see, I haven't seen it. You haven't? You got uh, Daredevils in that. Uh, yeah, not only is he in it, but Steve Buscemi, his, his character, Nookie, uh, uh, Nucky. Nucky is... Enoch Thompson. Yeah, Enoch Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the young Al Capone shows up in the first episode. Yeah. It's... No, he's and, and Al stays throughout the series. Yeah. Show. It yeah. is so good. So I put it up there with Deadwood when it comes to HBO shows. I haven't seen. I haven't. I haven't caught up on. Well, it's over now. But I mean, like, I haven't watched Boardwalk in a minute. Boardwalk that was great. It was a great. Fucking great good show. It's uh, it's a great day for Jimmy because they are now put on Blu-ray Harley Davidson and the Marble Man. Oh, finally, I'm, I'm very ex- I'm very excited. Finally for Jimmy. Just because I it's I need to see that movie in high def. If only the director's cut of Hudson Hawk would come out. <laughs> right. But he did. Oh, I already yeah. have it. Oh, you have it. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I wasn't letting that one go. Uh, Charlie Chaplin's Limelight is now a Criterion. Hmm. Um, let's one. see. Ninja Scroll is on Blu-ray. No shit. Whoa. Yeah. That's some high-definition uh, gore yeah, right nin- there. Ninja, Ninja Scroll is one of the first movies that actually put kind of graphic sex and yeah. graphic graphic violence into an anime that wasn't uh, wasn't an NC-17 rating. So hmm. it's, a, it's some pretty hardcore it's shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it, and it's got a lot of steam. <laughs> it's got some steampunk sensibility to it too. They're uh, they're putting all the Poltergeist movies on Blu-ray because of the remake that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> the Mangler will not go see. She new, won't. She won't go see it. The new one, because you've seen her, right? But she was a little kid. She looked just oh, like Carol Ann, and her right. brother used to fuck with her. Used to push her into the TV. <laughs> Leave the TV on. Wow. She saw she saw the trailer. She's just like. Nope. 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 Walking down the street one day and she saw Linda Hunt and just couldn't stop screaming. She <laughs> noped right out of there, huh? The uh, the way I described Pitch Perfect 2 to a few people was that it was a really bad episode of Glee. So Glee Season 6 is now out. If you want to see a really bad episode of Glee, the entire season is a bad episode. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, <laughs> no, that's saying something. I don't want to. No, thank you. No, thanks. No. Uh, American Dad Volume 10 is Yay! now out. It's great. And I... <laughs> I've started watching because like, I haven't watched it on TBS, but it's on on demand. Yeah. So I started watching it. Still good. Still good. I think it's, it's be- it got better. It's, since it it's been way better. I mean, that that musical episode. Yeah. Oh, it's been fun. Jesus. It, um, the Larry Sanders show, the complete series. Oh, yes, yes. yes! Carrie, is like that it. is that okay? Never mind. Yeah. Now this is on because I've got I've got the complete series in there it might now. Might just be a re-release of this. Maybe, is, this DVD. is this on Blu-ray or you know? Because I've no, got it in I, there. I love this I fucking bet you, show. If, if yeah. that's the case, I bet it's uh, like another company bought the rights. I got confused the, the with. Best. I got confused with the old Fox Gary Shandling show where Tom Petty would show up and sing to him through his window. <laughs> um, the two best lines are from Rip Torn. And that show has it's, it's a salty dog. Drink it, you pussy. <laughs> yep. And the other one is where he looks at that lady. He goes. I swear to God, I killed a man that looked just like you in Korea. And uh, David David Duchovny has a recurring role as a man who is as oh. actually as David Duchovny, who's obsessively in love with Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders. <laughs> oh, there's a great scene where Duchovny they're they're talking and He's du- caressing his hand, and Duchovny takes his hand and touches Larry's cheek and goes shh. <laughs> <laughs> and Shandling's like, oh, oh God, such. A I think show. David Duchovny's in love with me. I think he's in love with me. <laughs> Such a and great then, uh, show. Great show. And then last uh, and certainly not least, and it might be the same scenario, uh, but News Radio, the complete series. Ah, another good show. That's a funny show. Uh, That's some, a great some, show. Some well, great was it Jimmy, Jimmy James Macho Donkey Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that David, David Spade or whatever? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, no. no. No, that's no. just shoot me. No, you're it's uh, the guy from Kids in the Hall. There yeah. we go. The, the, the uh, redhead kid. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave Foley. Dave Foley. Dave Foley. Uh, Phil, yeah. Hartman. Phil Hartman, yeah. Yeah. Andy yeah. Dick. Yeah. Okay, now it's coming back. Before yeah. Andy Dick became Andy Dick. Yeah. Um, What's his face? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, uh, and, uh, right. And for those of you looking for the greatest absurd TV show on uh, both seasons of Danger Five are now on Netflix. <laughs> if you want to see, if you want to see the '60s greatest counter uh, Australian counter terrorist force to Adolf Hitler, that's your show. <laughs> what? what was the African American lady's name on Tandy oh. Newton? Oh yeah, t- t- is, t- is it Tandy Newton was on News yeah. Radio? She was good too. And Vicky, what's her? Oh yeah. And I think this is, that's when we lost Phil Hartman, right? Because they replaced him with John Lovitz. Yeah, yeah. 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 They yeah. no, they did not replace him with John Lovitz. <laughs> they fucking stuck John Lovitz in there, and it fucking went to shit. Shut up, yeah. John Lovitz. Yeah. It's not John Lovitz's fault. I think the show probably yeah. just lost their steam. John Lovitz makes me laugh, he's even fun. though he's a right wing. I like John Lovitz. Right wing nut. I love him. Acting. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? Uh, nope. You know what? I've got one thing. We should okay. probably mention. Uh, yep. Oh, the movie night. Yeah, this uh, Sunday, the thirty first. Ruby's Cinema Pub. Uh, we're calling this one uh, Jeff's Final Cut. There's posters that surprise the shit out of me at Ruby's, uh, but um, yeah. So yeah, Jeffy mentioned at the last movie night, which is one of the last times most of us saw him, mm-hmm. uh, that he wanted to do. A movie night that was the original, uh, the uh, Gone in 60, Gone in 60 seconds. seconds, and the original uh, Italian, Italian job. job. So this is, this is not the one with the Mini Coopers and Mark Wahlberg yeah. or whoever it is. So I wonder uh, if there's Mini Coopers in the original Italian job though. Is I there? Say, I don't yeah, know. I think there's old ones I, I in there. So. Um, I don't know. So just call them Coopers. <laughs> uh, join us. It's gonna be. Right, you know, it's gonna be. Let's celebrate the dude. Yeah. Let's let's not make this a maudlin yeah, occasion. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's try to celebrate. Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, come down. It'd be nice to see everybody. All right, that'll be the 31st at 5 p.m. at Brewbies. It is free. Uh, be sure to uh, tip your wait staff generously. Uh, let's see. And uh, uh, sorry, but uh, if you look at this uh, frame. We're going to close this uh, way. Yeah, here, I saw that. Uh, uh, this, this frame right here of The Secret Wars, issue one. Uh-huh. Um, do you read, read that, uh, Shannon, if you would write this, this section. That whole, that whole section? That whole section there. It's yeah. a... Uh, Drax. Can, wait, 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 wait. Before you start, can you read it in their voices, please? No. It's, it's Drax and it's Drax and Rocket. No. Drax and Rocket. And uh, and Gamora. Drax hates this. Drax hates Earth. And then uh, <laughs> Rocket. You're telling me, big guy. Center of the universe, my ass. This this place is a giant stinking pile of arg. <laughs> what? Because he dies. He dies. Oh jeez. Rocket gets shot through the back. Mm. The, yeah, yeah. Secret, Secret Wars comics, yeah. boys and girls. Uh, the, those that comic, and I would say Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals, pretty good. If you have not been reading Sex Criminals, where um, there's actually a panel where the main male character is talking about how yoga pants were put here on this earth because of an ass Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Oh, and uh, kids, if you're concerned about Rocket, do you really think that Marvel would kill a character worth? Billions of dollars. No. I don't That's what the so. thing is. You, right. never, you don't know what's going to happen in Secret Wars because they're rebooting and yeah, calm they can down. do whatever the fuck they want. Rocket will be back. Uh-huh. It's all right. Rocket's going to be a lemur. Yeah. It'll be a girl. Maybe. Oh, with a rack. A rock. Oh, what's going on in the. It'll be racket. What's going Everything on? Everything okay? Everything okay in the hotel? Send a little bit of a ruckus. Jimmy, are, are you at the Tower of Terror? <laughs> <laughs> are you at the Tower of Terror? He is at the Hollywood Tower of Terror. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, guys, let's get in the car. We gotta catch that fucking ham. Green Lantern! Yeah! Oh, Green Lantern! <laughs> <laughs>
Signal Hamtown and tell them the war rig's on its way. It's very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You did a great job at beating up guys that are twice the size of you in this film. <laughs> uh, what kind of training did you did you learn how to fight like that? I worked with a really cool stunt team that really helped me. So before I'd gone to Canada to actually film, I did two months training of swimming, gymnastics, and martial arts, and then I went to Canada and did some more training. Um, and then during the like fight scenes, they'd always make sure I was comfortable with what I was doing and and so that I knew what I was doing. Well, what was the most difficult part of portraying Athena? Probably how she has no background, so mm -hmm. creating that background for Athena was, was I mean, it was fun doing that because that was, that was part of me that I'd created of Athena, so sure. I like that part. The film's got a lot of really cool props throughout the thing. If you could take one of those props home, what do you think you'd take with you? Oh, can it be a vehicle? Sure. You know the cars that shoot round in oh, sure. Tomorrowland? Yep, yep. One of those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a, a character or a kind of a movie genre now that you're kind of getting more into your career that you'd like to try next? Um, I'd really like to try comedy. Oh yeah? Yeah, I think I'd have fun on that. What's it about comedy that, that you like so much? Just laughing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite ride at Disneyland and why? I really like the Rock and Roller Roller Coaster. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that one. And Space Mountain. So you like the roller coasters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, it, was a very, it was a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> you look nice. Thank you, so do you. Thanks. So this film is very original and you're, and you're fantastic in it. Mm -hmm. And we don't really get to see a lot of strong lead female characters nowadays. So how quickly did you become connected to this character? Well, I became, you know, quickly connected. I think as soon as I got the part, I, auditioning for it, there was still like some obvious hesitancy because I didn't know, you know, how long I'd be able to play Casey for. Sure. But um, then once I got the role, it was it was fairly easy after talking with Brad Bird and mm -hmm. um, and uh, Damon, you know, just knowing what they wanted out of the character and seeing where the story goes. Mm -hmm. And um, it was pretty easy for me to understand where she was coming from. You mentioned auditioning. I know that when, when people were auditioning for this, like there was kind of a lockdown on the script. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of things hidden and whatnot because there's a lot of secrets in this film. Mm -hmm. Do you find that more exciting or more kind of, you know, Irritating. <laughs> uh, it's exciting because I love that the audience will be able to see this movie um, without all of the information. It's just so much more fun that way. Mm -hmm. It really is like an adventure. Um, so that's great. But the only you know lame part is is trying to figure out how to talk about it without talking about sure. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Besides, I, I think trying to be calm, cool, and collected, standing next to George Clooney mm -hmm. on set every day. What's the most difficult task you had to endure? I think the most difficult task would be entertaining him you mm -hmm. know because he's someone who just like loves to be interactive you sure. know he wants to put music on like let's sing let's <laughs> dance you know what so song? I, uh I, there was what's that really long rap song he would always play Rapper's that delight is that it was that what it Sugar is Hill Gang. yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> not my time <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah, i'm just kidding um so he'd play that a lot he loved he loved that song um but that was it it's just keeping my energy alive for casey and for george yeah did you get to pass along any kind of tips to Casey because she's a little bit earlier in her career and that George passed anything along to you and she passed a lot of things on to me I mean she's she's got it together that <laughs> one um, and I think George was you know he was so great with both of us mm -hmm. uh, you know I, I, I can't be easy hanging out with two chicks all day um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah I learned a lot from Raph and from him I think I probably learned the most out of this whole experience yeah what is your favorite ride at Disneyland and why I love um, I'm a I'm kind of a coaster junkie, so I love 
Space Mountain. That's really fun because I, you know, you can't really see where it's going, and it's just like everything's happening to you, you know. Um, or I also love Splash Mountain, um, which is not in Tomorrowland, uh, but it is a fun ride. Oh sure. And because uh, I love water rides. <laughs> now that uh, you've got this one under your belt, what's the what's another kind of genre that you'd like to to try out? Hmm. Good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really into like genre per se, like picking a movie because I love a genre. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's more interesting if you kind of come from it uh, looking at directors and mm -hmm. actors and, and, and story. Sure. Uh, but I guess maybe like, a, I don't know. It's so hard. <laughs> what are the other genres? I don't know, uh, you can do a Western. Western would be really cool, actually. Like old school Western. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll so see. You on the, we'll see you with the cowboy hat on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's nice meeting you. Thank you. Very an absolute pleasure to meet you. Great. <laughs> this film is wildly creative and original, oh, and we don't good. get that nowadays really much anymore. And uh, and I've heard you say kind of before to you, what's more challenging, doing something this original and creative, or maintaining a franchise that's already been established? I think they both have their own challenges. Um, because I've been a little bit critical about the industry's over-reliance on sequels, some mm -hmm. people misinterpret it as I don't like sequels, mm -hmm. and obviously, I just did a sequel, yeah. you know, so <laughs> I, I, I can like uh, many of my favorite movies are sequels. Um, they have their own challenges. Mm -hmm. On Mission Impossible, it was uh, people know what it is, but how do you play with it? And one of the things that made me want to do that movie was the fact that they said you can you can play with it. Mm -hmm. um, this movie, Tomorrowland, was was a hundred percent play, and uh, that was both both uh, wonderful and slightly scary because there were no archetypes for uh, how. I mean, there were no you know, pre-figured out structures for how the movie should be. Sure. So you were bumping into a lot of walls on the way. Yeah. In a world where, you know, people are flying drones over sets to figure out people's secrets and stuff like that, you know, and this movie's got a lot of secrets in it. What's your you know, method of kind of keeping those those cards close to your chest? Some of it is just, you know, um, self-defense. You know, you they do these things where they print the scripts uh, on red paper, which make them impossible to read. Oh, okay. when you know, uh, we tried to keep the set um, quiet. It's hard to do when the sets are large. Mm -hmm. uh, when we were filming um, in uh, Spain, uh, it was particularly hard because it was a vast, uh, real location that we were using. Mm -hmm. So you know, some stuff's going to slip out, but sure. uh, you do the best you can. I'm a huge fan of like 50s and 60s visions of the future. Uh -huh. And then, so what was your kind of primary inspiration for this film on that kind of vision? The inspiration was futurism as a concept. Um, in other words, there were visions of the future in, at the turn of the previous century, mm -hmm. and it had a lot of floating airships like balloons. Sure. Then it became larger, massive buildings in the 20s. And, and then, you know, so the, there is always a vision of the future, and there are some common elements to it, but the vision is always changing. So we wanted to make a city that felt like any city where you have stuff from different periods of time coexisting, but this was different futures coexisting. <laughs> what is your favorite ride at Disneyland and why? Myself, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and uh, it goes back to when I was a little kid and I could not figure out how you could approach this building, enter a building, 
and somehow be suddenly in the middle of a, uh, a water battle in an ocean. <laughs> you know, it's like that's in this building. I mean, it was a large-ish building, but it wasn't so large that it could contain a whole world. Sure. How did that happen? And and my mind just reeled with it. <laughs> and no matter how many times I went on the ride, I couldn't figure out the secret. It was just one of those things that only got more magical the more times I, I went through it. That's Disneyland. <laughs> that is Disneyland. Thank you so much. It was Thank a pleasure you. meeting you.